It's the summer edition heard right across the Resonate Network 4VL, 4ZR, 4HI, 4LM, 4GC, 4LG, 4SB and of course Hot Country. And the summer edition each and every week brought to you by the Australian Mung Bean Association. Get amongst it, Nick Backstrom. (laughs) (laughs) And this is From the Stands, where we like to talk to uh, someone who may not have been a sports person or a commentator, but knows their sports inside out. Today we've got a uh, freelance academic, uh, (laughs) Dr Julie Kelso, feminist scholar, scholar of uh, literature and religion, but uh, loves her sport as well. G'day Julie, how are you going? Hello, boys, and, and philosopher, Nick. Oh, philosopher, sorry. Jesus, yeah, some sorry. untouched subjects there, isn't it? Yeah, there? that's right. We don't, we don't get into philosophy as much here, so I've got to admit. No, 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 a feminist philosopher and biblical scholar who loves cricket and rugby league. You won't hear much there from what's going on in on this station. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, we'll go and put the kettle on. Uh, Kelso, obviously we're into day three of the test over in Perth. First, I want your sure. take of the day-night test. Ah, look, I think um, (laughs) as a spectator, and I'm on my couch right now, uh, (laughs) watching, yeah, I love it. I mean, I, you know, some of us don't get up till late. And so, (laughs) you know, to have the cricket going um, till, what, 8 o'clock at night, 9 o'clock will be later with the the, um, the first test. No, I love it. It gives me something to watch on the telly at night. And Kelso, and some, oh sorry, just um, in terms of the Australian team, we've gone through a bit of a scandal. I mean, we speak about it all the time with the sandpaper mm. sa- scandal, the sandpaper gate, uh, the mm. Bunnings bungle, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> um, now, Kelso, how do you feel? I mean, I think Steve Smith's gone through the redemption. He played extremely well in the Ashes, and I think the Australian public are now behind Steve Smith. They want to have his babies. But, but they, yeah, they do. <laughs> well, if I have a child, I'm going to call him either Smithy or Stephen. Um, <laughs> But Kelsey, no, where no. do you sit with, with <laughs> them coming back in and Dave Warner himself? Do you feel the same loves for him? No. I mean, yes. I, I, <laughs> uh, uh, first of all, my take on the whole thing was a total overreaction. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, Agreed. I know you all, I know you all, you know, we, we know it's all wrong, but they already tamper with the ball. They're allowed to shine it on one side. I, I just think they should be allowed to do whatever the hell they want because batsmen have had it so good for so long. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, this idea that they they don't tamper with the ball, well, they do for a start. And you make a good point there about it being all about bats. And what about that farce at the MCG last week where the batsman walked off because the pitch was a bit poppy? (laughs) What was that? The pitch was a bit poppy. The batsman refused to play. They said the pitch was... I didn't hear about this. Yeah, farce. Oh, yeah, no, no, we walk off. Too poppy. (laughs) <laughs> so Bobby, we call we used to call the spitting cobra in the backyard. <laughs> I loved it. Yeah. Get, get the neighbours. Oh yeah, wimp. Yeah, total wimps. I mean, you know this um, this purse. Always the West Australia test is for the the, the pacemen, right? It's you know pace paradise, and the pop ups and you know all that. Like that's, that's a challenge. Come on. Yeah, we want <laughs> to see an it. even test. I remember when I was in India and um, yeah three days and there was two washed out sessions the test was over <laughs> it was great um, it was uh, Steve I think it was when uh, Michael Clark took six for nine. Oh yes um, and um, India had to get 111 to victory it was amazing it was 30 people at the game and oh, by day really? three lunchtime yeah. there was about 50,000 they opened the gates <laughs> yeah yeah how long did that last that day? That that match? It, it was it was there was two washed out sessions and it was all over in three days. It was at Mumbai. Right, right. Mumbai. Yeah, great. yeah, yeah, great. yeah. Advertisers hate that. <laughs> but I do want to find out. So Dave Warner, I mean, he's played extremely well in the against Pakistan. 
But there's yeah. just the, the same feeling's not there. I think he I think he gets blamed for that whole scandal. Well, I think he is to blame. Yeah. I, I agree, <laughs> and I think he's deservedly little... to blame. Yeah, yeah. But it's... Um, I, you know, the, the whole... I mean, Steve Smith was, is quite feckless. What I really don't like at the moment is the suggestion that he should be captain again. I don't think he should ever be captain again. Um, you know, he made a bad decision. Yeah. And I think... Um, yeah, I think, well, you know, he was... As a captain, you shouldn't be bullied by, you know, a, a little bulldog like Warner. <laughs> um, you know, you've got to be man enough to, to say no. That's, that's actually wrong. He didn't, um, you know, so he, he should never be captain again. Um, but, uh, you know, I do think Warner's to blame. I think he's, I think, I, thought, I don't know. Maybe, with, maybe there's just this kind of sense we've all got as a nation that he's a, a nasty little fire trucker. I mean, you know. <laughs> Before we move on off this subject, and we could debate about this all day, I'm actually in the Steve Smith corner, but we, we'll move on from here. <laughs> Lehman yeah. ultimately lost his job over it, and and every person on the field knew it was going on. You mentioned at the top that you know you shine the ball. Everybody yeah. knows what side of the ball to shine, so everyone would noticeably see the other side getting rather <laughs> roughed up, wouldn't they? I mean, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I've said the old story with the Vaseline and the um, beer top bottle yep. in my pocket. You know, it's been going <laughs> yeah, on yeah. since Jesus That's was a baby. Ever. But uh, yeah. anyway, on to the Brisbane Broncos. <laughs> Great kisser. On to the Brisbane Broncos. <laughs> we're talking about dodgy tactics and disappointment. Before, before we go on to the Brisbane Broncos, though, Nick knows this. Like, that in my mind, I'm married to David, uh, uh, Darren Lehman. Mm, I'm Mrs. Right. Borf. Mrs. Borf. He's, you know, I love him. As a, and I have a photo of myself with him. Lovely man. From your wedding day. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and and um, Wolf, yeah. obviously, the head uh, head honcho now at the Brisbane Heat, um, who I think are a big show this year. And Brisbane Broncos, um, <laughs> they've been pretty disappointing over the past couple of years, Kelso, it's got to be said, and uh, they bowed out in rather ordinary fashion this year. Shocking. It's shocking. And, and you know, <laughs> honestly, you should have my dad on and to talk about this. <laughs> my father bought, I don't know how many years ago, 15 years, whenever those flat screen, you know, people spent a fortune, dad spent an absolute fortune getting a flat screen TV in his, his kind of little terrace house apartment thing with surround sound. <laughs> and my dad, what, like, whatever. And he said, this is to so I can watch the Broncos happily. <laughs> my God, Dad! They have you know. When was the last time they won the the grand final? Two thousand and six. Yeah, know yeah, that day pretty well. <laughs> it is the last time. <laughs> Scott Scott is is probably one of the most loyal Broncos supporters. But the ones that are left out here in the West, yeah, he, he tips them every week. Every uh, you turned them off three times this year. Yeah, because I, I think it was the yeah. first season where I actually turned a game off. Um, at the 60-minute mark. And, I mean, I can I can put up with losing. I think the Broncos, I mean, we're a side that's used to winning. I mean, we get, you know, we're kind of a bit lucky in that regard where our, our streak mm. of making the finals is, is a very impressive one. But yeah, I, I, this was the first season where I just I just thought they weren't having a go. I thought their game plan was horrendous. I don't know if it's the mm. lack of a preseason under Anthony Seabold. I think things could be better moving forward. Um, yeah. But it's yeah, just, yeah. I think we've got to have down years to, to appreciate the good ones. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you know, look, I, I, it, Dad and I have always said, you know, that we want the Broncos to start badly mm. <laughs> because when they, you know, the past years, when they've started badly, suddenly they get, you know, they, they, they kind of go, oh, come on, and then they get to the finals. When they start well, oh, we always worry. <laughs> like, oh, really? You're going to, um, you know, you, you just get a... The fall's coming. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. fall will come. Um <laughs> 
I don't know. Look, I, you know, I go every year with my friend Sophie Norton. You might, I think you might have had on. Oh, we have had Sophie on, yep. yep. Yeah, she's a, a, a filthy bunnies supporter. <laughs> Her and, and I had so a We go debate. every year, every year to their game. I mean, we've seen some absolute rippers, but um, actually the last game, last year, uh, no, this year at um, Suncorp was fantastic, although the Broncos lost. It was actually a, an incredible game. Um, but, yeah, no, you know, I still, I think when I, I still think of, of Hunt dropping that catch. Uh, what was the final year, you know, against the Cowboys? 2015. Golden point, yeah. <laughs> I know. It's just, you know, I still, I just blame him for everything. <laughs> well, hopefully yes, he's next week. Because I don't get him on next week. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> now, it's, it's got nothing to do with the, the coach. It's just all Hunt's fault. Yeah, fair enough. We've got him. Um, <laughs> now, one of the big uh, developments in sport generally over the last few years has been uh, the increased intention, attention and participation and everything else for uh, women in sport. And mm. I know we've had conversation, I've seen your conversation on Facebook with other people, you're not quite mm. as 100% enthusiastic as other people are for this. No, and I, but I'll say two things. I mean, I, you mm. know, I'm, first of all, I'm not talking about all sport. <laughs> not all um, sport, hashtag. Yep. <laughs> Hashtag not all sport. Uh, it's, um, you know, it's violent sport, but, well, you know, the, the games like rugby league, uh, rugby union, maybe AFL, probably not so much soccer. It's kind of a ladies' game anyway. Um, but uh, I know, I'm, I'm going to offend so many of your listeners by saying that. You can cut that out. I don't even, um, well, there's no soccer leagues that I know of in our listening area. <laughs> You're fine. <laughs> You're preaching that converted. <laughs> Um, I just don't, first of all, I don't understand why we think it's progressive when, because women can now play these, these, these sports rather than inventing our own games. And Jermaine Greer, the Australian feminist, said something similar. You know, why do we think that um, as a society we are progressing because we let women play men's sports? Women don't have the same bodies as men. It's a, it's a fact. It's a biological fact. Mm. You know, and women are actually not as good. I know I'm going to get stoned. They're not as good not as the men here. at the games that men have designed mm. for themselves. So, you know, so we all, even at, I mean, tennis, I've watched women's tennis all my life. And, of course, when women play tennis differently to men, it's far more interesting to watch than it is to watch them just slog it out like men do. Mm. Um, you, you know, I think if women use their bodies in a way to play the game differently, then it's interesting to me. But when women are just trying to imitate, I'm just thinking, you're not as good. We're not as good if we just do that. So it would be more interesting, I think, to invent new sports um, that that women are actually good at. I don't know what that would look like, mm. so don't bother asking me. <laughs> so I'm, just, I, I'm just critical, I think, of the idea that, oh, yeah, as a society, we, we've come a long way because women can now like headbutt each other in a rugby match. Yeah. Uh, no, I think okay. we might. Fair enough. Know. All right, no, interesting, interesting take. Interesting take, yeah. yeah. Thank you very much for that, Julie. It was a great pleasure to talk with you. Uh, we could talk for a lot longer, but uh, we do have time constraints. So <laughs> thank you very much for your time today, Julie Kelso. <laughs> That's right. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Have a good one. It's a summer edition. All thanks to the good folk at the Australian Mung Bean Association.